0: Oh, hi. Thank you for dropping in with me on another episode of the Mad Awakening podcast. We're up to episode number seven now, and I will say most people, they start a podcast and they don't make it past the first episode. So with each of these new episodes that comes out, I just want to say that I'm grateful for your attention and your support and all of the kind words that all of you who have listened have given me in moving forward and I uh, really appreciate that you appreciate these conversations these deep conversations that I like to facilitate on the Mad Awakening podcast and this episode is no exception I am really excited about this conversation as it is with one of my dear mentors in my life, Jonathan White. I was able to attend Jonathan's men's retreat that he hosted in Asheville, North Carolina, back in August of 2022, and it was a last-minute thing. I had been following Jonathan for a while on social media but life events happened that um, enabled me to uh, be able to attend this men's retreat and i'll just say it was a life-changing experience for so many reasons in which we get into on this conversation but jonathan is the creator of jonathan white lifestyle in which he teaches men how to harness control and channel their energy. This is something that is a vital part of living our ideal, our dream lifestyle is being able to uh, channel our energy into what we would like to create. You know, we think of energy as something that we're made up of completely and energy is all around us and the energy we're talking about is life force energy it is energy that all jonathan also refers to as our sexual energy our creative energy it's all the same thing and jonathan helps men who are struggling in the area of their intimate life and their sexual life and unfortunately it's this isn't a topic that most people are, are comfortable talking about. Um, some people, a lot of men actually, deal with some sort of dysfunction in this area of our life. And being that we're constantly stressed throughout our days, that plays into every other area of our life, including our intimate lives. And so Jonathan teaches men these different practices to build a relationship with their energy, with their sexual energy, with their life force energy, their creative energy, right? This is energy that has the power not only to create new life, but to create whatever we desire in our own lives. And I can't recommend Jonathan's programs enough if that is something that interests you, if you'd like to be a master of your energy and create more peace and stillness in your life, knowing what to do with these innate desires that we have and be able to channel them in the appropriate direction that we want is one of the most important things, especially as men, but not only men, but women as well. And so I'm excited to get into this conversation with Jonathan. We talk about my experience at last year's men's retreat as well as his upcoming men's retreat what he calls his masculine awakening men's retreat that's happening at the end of may may 19th through the 23rd and like i said i cannot re- recommend it enough if you're a man maybe you're not even dealing with any dysfunction in your intimate life But these practices will help you in every other area of your life. Practices like Qigong, certain breathwork techniques, really creating a lifestyle where we're just more connected and aware of our energy and know how to move it through our body so it doesn't get stuck in a certain area. And as well as connect with the energy around us and be able to energize ourselves without any stimulants or coffees we're really through these practices we're really building our own our own reservoir of energy so that we can create our dream life so that we can heal ourselves so that we become the best version of ourselves and trust me when i say you do these practices and it may not start out as a whole lot of change or feel like you're doing a lot of change, but other people around you certainly notice um, a person, a man or a woman that has has harnessed the power of their energy and their energetic field. And so with that, i um, excited to get into this conversation with Jonathan. You're going to learn more about his backstory, how he got to learn these different ancient Chinese energetic arts. Um, being a farm boy from Boise, Idaho, uh, it's not too often that trajectory happens. Uh, and Jonathan's an innately fascinating guy. Uh, like I said, he's one of the dear mentors in my life. And, uh, and so, yeah, I encourage you to have an open mind and have an open heart as well because jonathan is all about connecting our our life force energy our sexual energy our creative energy with the energy of the heart and that's truly where the magic happens before we get into the conversation i will say that the mad awakening podcast this episode is sponsored by the Lifestyle Design Lab. Uh, So with this conversation with Jonathan, it's all centered around self-mastery, ways that we can master our energy so that we can master our lives. And what the Lifestyle Design Lab does is give you the power of clarity in every area of your life. You may be someone that knows where they want to be, what they want to be doing but doesn't quite know how to get there or you may be somebody who doesn't quite know what they want to do but just knows they don't want to be doing what they're doing now <laughs> uh, I'm very familiar with both of those um, those situations for sure and that's why I created the Lifestyle Design Lab. It's an all-in-one holistic system for honing in on your passions, your interests, the things that light you up. Hone in on your virtues in your life that you live by. How many people have done that? How many people have wrote down, their, written down their virtues that they seek to live by in their life? Doing this is so, so powerful. It also helps you hone in on your life's work, which are the problems you seek to solve within yourself and in the world as well it's an all-in-one content creation system so taking this knowledge that you have taking these innate skills these gifts that you have this journey that you've been on the challenges that you've gone through and learn how to turn that into content that really affects people online and If you'd like, you can create an entire online business from that, helping other people solve the problems that you have found solutions for. We like to complicate our life so much, but it can really be simple if we allow it to be. And that's what the Lifestyle Design Lab does. It simplifies your self-development process. It simplifies your goals, your routines, your habits, your tasks. So that they are in alignment with your long-term goals, with your life's work, with your overall purpose for your life. And it's a system that I have used in my personal life to create the, the body that I seek to have, the health, the, the nutrition, the wellness that I was seeking to have in my life, as well as a sacred partnership that I called in after years of being alone and figuring myself out. And so whatever it is that you're seeking to to add to a certain area of your life vision, your dream life, the Lifestyle Design Lab helps with that. So check it out. It's at madawakening.com. You can find out more information about it. It's at a special introductory price for the month of April, after which it will be going up just because it is that valuable. It certainly has been valuable in my life. So check out the Lifestyle Design Lab. And with that, let's get into this enlivening conversation with my mentor, my dear friend, Jonathan White. All right, Jonathan, thank you so much for taking the time and being on the Mad Awakening podcast. Um, You have been a significant mentor in my life, personally. And um, you're the creator of Jonathan White Lifestyle, in which you teach men the art of sexual Kung Fu, uh, which are techniques designed to help men master their energy so they can create their dream life. Uh, is it was that a
1: term that you came up with, or is that the term sexual kung fu? Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's somewhat of a traditional term among the, I guess the Taoist the lineages of this practice because kung fu basically just means skill or discipline attained over a period of training, and then that applies to the the sexual cultivation practice. So it's somewhat of a traditional right. term. So I can't I can't claim okay. uh, having created that. But you can claim the uh, the Instagram handle uh that's right Kung that's food. right as long as that's it's mine. up as long as it's yeah it's up. it's been down a lot the past few months so yeah yeah we'll see <laughs> but you have the backup you have the backup there
0: and uh right. obviously you're on all the other uh, on youtube which you've never had a problem with is that right youtube's youtube's going strong youtube's going strong okay fingers <laughs> crossed there uh but uh Jonathan is a student and practitioner of Taoism, Tantra, Yoga, and of course, Qigong, uh, which is a practice that transformed my life, seriously. Um, and you had a, an Instagram or YouTube Live recently, uh, past couple days ago, I think, where you had a talk around self-mastery and the art of self-mastery. And so I want to kind of hone in on that, on this conversation Um, because while you, you know, uh, you you target men who have the pain point of um, dealing with some sort of sexual dysfunction in their life and um, kind of funneling people in to learn these modalities through that pain. And um, I know for me, like it's, it's really kind of a, for me, it's really kind of a microcosm for a, a, an overall problem, an overall issue. Um, and that relates to self mastery. Um, because I feel like if we can hone in on that problem, the problem related to any sexual dysfunction or becoming the best uh, we can be in that area of our life that carries over into every other area of our life. And that transforms every area of our life. Um, And so I actually, I got, uh, I got sent a quote and I, I don't think it's actually a Lao Tzu quote. I think it's kind of a misinterpreted quote Um from the book uh Hu jing i think it is hua Hu jing not tao jing um translated by brian walker but um it kind of encompasses what i want to talk about today um and sort of kind of read that for you uh would you like to liberate yourself from the lower realms of life would you like to save the world from the degradation and destruction it seems to be destined for and step away from the shallow mass movements and quietly go to work on your own self-awareness. If you want to awaken all of humanity, then awaken all of yourself. If you want to eliminate the suffering in the world, then eliminate all that is dark and negative in yourself. And truly the greatest gift you can give is that of your own self-transformation. Uh, so find a teacher who is an integrated teacher being who is integral being a beacon who extends his light and virtue with equal ease to those who appreciate him and those who don't shape yourself in his mold bathe in his nourishing radiance and reflect it out to the rest of the world you will come to understand an eternal truth there is always a peaceful home for a virtuous being (laughs) and uh and so that person is definitely you in my life, or at least one of my mentors in my life is you. And uh, so I just want to start out by saying I appreciate you and all the work that you're doing uh, for men because I really think that self-mastery is the greatest thing we can be doing right now as men.
1: Um, So yeah, if you want to just jump in there. Thanks, Joshua. I appreciate that. And you know, that's, I mean, this has been my path as well. In that for me, I was getting into, I began practicing yoga meditation, just kind of on this path of like really inquiring within myself, looking at like, okay, what's the, what's the truth of, of the reality we live in? Like what, what's going to be a fulfilling path for me? Why do I have this, the suffering, the pain, whatever the, the limitations in my life. And I was making a lot of progress, but it was the sexual piece, the sexual energy, my my sexuality. I still feel like it was this thing holding me back. Like a lot of men in this world, I was uh, a habitual porn user. And my experience of sexuality and orgasm was of releasing it out of my body, as most of us men are programmed to do. So... this. Uh, I, I, the challenge of going against this pattern that's so ingrained within us, we're so conditioned into this. I think sex is a big thing where um, we engage in it in a certain way because it's such a base level experience for us just on an animalistic sense, this drive to procreate the drive of sexuality. But I think it's a lot more than that. Right. And so we've been kind of conditioned to experience it in this one way. So to completely redefine our relationship to it, to put it in a whole different direction first. And and for me, that looked like, you know, stop watching porn, stop masturbating impulsively, stop ejaculating impulsively, and basically turn this force in a new direction, bring it up my spine, bring it upwards in the body, integrate it with the energy of my heart, with mm-hmm. the, the spiritual energy of the higher centers and, and get comfortable holding this desire, holding this driving force and and channeling that into whatever it is I wanted to do, so instead of just discarding it, let it drive me to to be more creative, to be more focused, to be more ambitious in my life. Mm. And so the process of that for me, again, it's it's self mastery, and we we live in this day and age where people are kind of getting away from that with the. Uh, I think the advent of technology, everyone's staring at their screens all day, and and it's be, it's become so distracting, where people are just kind of looking for a quick entertainment, a quick dopamine hit in the brain, and this is really kind of steering our species away from this concept of of self mastery, of the ability to to spend a lot of time doing one thing, single pointedly focusing on something, and then really growing it with our development. Right. So. Um, I think it's just such an appropriate thing this in this world that we live in for anyone to be on this journey of self self-mastery, really like looking at every aspect of your life and, and asking yourself, you know, how can I be better at this? rather than like blaming the ex, you know external things, playing a victim, take full responsibility for everything and say, you know how can I maximize every single aspect of my life? And for me, I feel like the big domino is your sexual energy because when you get that in harmony with the rest of your being, it's for me, it just felt like that was the missing piece. Once I did that, everything else just fell into place for me. Right. Yeah. And, you know,
0: whether or not you or someone listening has that specific pain point, sexual energy is the life force energy that is the creative force. And while it can obviously create new life it can also help us create our entire reality, everything in it. And um, so honing in on that and using these practices that you have honed and that you teach um, applies to our business life, applies to our relationship as a whole, applies to how we show up as a leader in our families, in our communities, and uh, in the world in general. Um, Absolutely. so I want to kind of shift to uh, this men's retreat that you have uh, going on
1: at, uh, is it the be- the beginning of May, right? It's it's towards the end of May. It's May 19th through 23rd. It's kind of middle towards the end of May. May 19th
0: through 23rd. And this is your second annual men's retreat. And I had the pleasure of being on your very first men's retreat um and it was a life-changing experience um not only to be immersed in qigong in the sexual cult uh, kung fu practices but one of the biggest uh, life-changing experiences for me within that was just being around a group of like-minded men in community for five days um and so Talk about talk about the the men's retreat a little bit and why you decided to create an in person
1: immersive experience like that. So, for me, my you know just a little bit about maybe the backstory here for me. <clears throat> I got into the sexual kung fu practices, sexual cultivation, tantric practices, and and qigong especially back in uh, two thousand fourteen. So. I was just kind of learning through books and videos, you know, like I think how most people start things down in the world, just whatever resources were available to me. And I was seeing a lot of progress. I was, I was getting great results, but I still had some questions. I still, I still felt like there was much more to the experience, specifically of qigong. I was always, I was always like, okay, I, I'm feeling this qi a little bit, but like, I, I feel like I could have a more tangible relationship with. It. I still understand some of these things, and so I went to my first. Qigong retreat with Michael Wynn, who's, who's also here in Asheville, North okay. Carolina, where I live now. Uh, that was in 2016. And it was a life-changing experience for me. So, and I think why that is, I mean, whenever you're with, like you said, like a, a group of like-minded people completely away from your normal routine, your normal distractions, a completely different environment, it's just, you go into such a, a higher depth of level. And especially if you're trying to we, we get so caught up in the momentum of our life, the, the habits that we have from day to day. So if you feel like you're kind of stuck in any area, whether that's business, kind of relationships, finances, uh, spiritual growth, sexual uh, relationship, you know, as well with yourself, it's really good to just completely get out of your normal space, be in a different surroundings and be with other people who are in that path. And when you spend you know 5 days a week even even a, a day or two and you just go deep into it, it it creates such a powerful shift in your mind your body your spirit your your energy body because you're 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 resonating with everyone else together it's like you know they say you are the you basically become like the five people you spend the most time with and so when you spend several days with people doing this work together you all transform together it's like that you just feed off of each other and You you can go through very very profound transformation and then you return home with that momentum. So maybe you're the type of person like for me it was really hard to get into a a daily practice with qigong initially because I found a lot of the practice challenging. There's other things I thought I would rather be doing. You know I I had I just had this habits already. And after going to my first retreat, I was just in love with the practice itself. I I started practicing for three hours a day. I would go I would. Get out at the time I was working in a kitchen. I was a cook, right? I would get home from work, jump on my bike, ride right down to the local park, and I would be there for two hours doing my qigong practice. I just I just fell in love with it, and that's what made me so passionate about teaching this work. Is I, I saw how much it transformed my life, how much it helped me through a lot of you know the the, the issues I was having, and I was like, this is what people need. Mm-hmm. And so initially, that's you know what sexual kung fu the. Uh, started for me was just sharing what I knew with the world, and then started creating online courses and things like that. But the in-person experience is just again, you you can learn much quicker because you know you're there with the teacher whether it's the Qigong forms, like looking at the little, the subtle aspects of your physical structure, little things you may be doing wrong that can hold you back for a long time, or just having questions of the practice and just that direct support, it just intensifies your growth. It tra- it accelerates your growth very quickly. And so um, I love the experience. Like, like for me, the men's retreat last year was a, a life-changing experience as well. And I go to a lot of different retreats now as I'm able to, as many different teachers I still train with, but that Retreat was just, it was very, very powerful. Just all these different men, different backgrounds. And we have this common ground of, of wanting to learn self mastery, wanting to learn to cultivate energy, wanting to learn how to deepen our relationship with our sexual energy. And there's this deep bond was formed between us. And you, you start to see that the issues you, you thought you've been all alone struggling with, everyone else is dealing with the same things. So you're like, oh, okay, it's not just me. We are this. This group of men, instead of like, there's often this competition sometimes between men and you see that like, we all are on the same path, doing the same thing. And if we work together, it's, uh, it's benefiting everybody. And then you, you form deep friendships, brotherhood through that. So for me, it's, it's all about that in depth going all the way in with a group of people. And, you know, it's just, there's, there's nothing like it to me. It's the ultimate high. I don't do drugs or substances anymore. It's like this work is what does it for me. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, I will say like, I, I live with my fiance now and, uh, so we're around each other a lot. Um, I came home from that retreat and I didn't even say a word. And she was like, uh, what, what is this? (laughs) What happened? (laughs) And like within my community too, I mean, days and even weeks after, people were coming up to me, I mean, without any sort of initiation, just coming up to me being like, I I really feel a, a change in your energy um, from this. And so that was just five days, again, like you're saying, to complete immersive experience where you're doing this for hours and hours a day. And especially for me, you know, uh, one of my... And I know that you have, um, like, w- one of your first forays into being more disciplined in your life, you've talked about before, was um, was starting to play guitar. Um, and for me, that was uh, strength training at the gym and just being really disciplined with that. However, with strength training, you're always using your muscles, right? And so Qigong was a perfect balance for me with the strength training because it teaches you to not, use your, to not use your muscles, to not tense them and to flow with the qi, with the life force through you. And uh, I think just as men too, we're always stuck in our heads most of the time. And so these types of practices where we can get out of our head and um more present and still and aware in our body um really helps balance those those masculine and feminine uh, sides of ourselves
1: absolutely and it's it's funny you say that because for me it was almost the opposite end of the spectrum i was so deep into yoga energy work qigong and then later i got into strength training and that helped me really kind of ground it mm-hmm. build more of this like this uh, yeah. More, more kind of physical strength along with that. So yeah, it's that that's an just the yin yang dynamic of that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I will say, I mean, for
0: for everyone listening, like Jonathan is like a hundred percent practices what he preaches because I mean, I I've shown like a photo of you or a video of you to uh, my fiance or other women, and they can immediately tell this guy is... Looks super vital. Like this guy is full of energy. I mean, you're glowing in in all of your videos and your photos and everything. So it really does carry over to to your presence in your life and how you're perceived by other people um,
1: in your life as well. Absolutely. I mean, it, it expands. You know, it expands your field. You do qigong. You start building your sexual energy. Most people are so not to say, but you know, maybe your average person in the modern world is so stressed out and kind of run down and, and controlled by vices that they're, they're leaking energy. They're a deflated tire. and just gets worse and worse as the age. When you cultivate, when you do these practices, you're recharging your battery, you're building your aura and boom, you have this presence and people feel it.
0: Right. And you're not, so you're definitely not so, um, your energy field permeates instead of you being at the whim of other people's energies around you or everything else going on around you. Cause I mean, the reason why I believe that self mastery is so important at this particular point in time is because we see objectively the world is changing fast um, all of these uh, longstanding structures um, in our society are slowly crumbling down, and so there's there's only going to be more change coming. And so, to be able to, as men, work on ourselves and be be that stillness, be that calm within the inevitable storm um, I think is, is most important right now. Um, so yeah, anything. No, co- completely. And I mean, that?
1: that's, I think that kind of sums <laughs> up the world we live in now is this, this ocean of change, this dr- dramatic transformation. And a lot of people's, I like, it's the interesting thing about the time we live is our, our, perception of reality a lot for a lot of people comes from media comes from what they see on their phone it's it's images on a screen it's words and that can be easily manipulated so when you learn to, when you really build a strong center within yourself most people a lot of people put the center outside of themselves so like i i need this for happiness i need this person you know for or else my life falls apart your your center of gravity is not within yourself it's outside of yourself so when you bring that center back within yourself you learn to wire your energy body back into nature as it's meant to be, you become the tree, the, the tree that's root. I think it was Lao Tzu that said that the uh, basically the tree that's rigid is easily broken by the storm. Whereas the right. the, the tree that's flexible, it's able to move with the changes of life. So when you're not so rigid in your belief systems, when you're able to transform and kind of move, which is what Qigong really helps you to do is you open up the channels, clear out these obstructions, clear out your rigidities, and you have flow, you have um, flexibility in your life. So you're able to cope with dramatic changes, both kind of in your mind and your body and, and in your external world as well. When you, when you learn how to really ground your energy to develop the strong root in the earth, which is a huge part of the sexual Kung Fu practice, Mm -hmm. you are not so easily overwhelmed by just your own emotions. You're able to ground them, kind of recycle them, take off that intense charge from them. And you become kind of a beacon of, of light and hope and support for others. So you're, 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 you become the rock in that storm, that everyone's kind of like, okay, I grab onto this, and well, we can yeah. all do this together, right? And and uh, so when that tsunami of change comes, you're able to surf it, you're able to ride it and enjoy it, rather than just get thrown, get your ass kicked by it, really.
0: Right, right, exactly. Um, so for those who don't know Jonathan's backstory, I mean, you you've done a lot of podcasts before. You have a ton of content on YouTube, kind of talking about your story. But um, you know, you grew up on a farm in Idaho, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it's not very common to see that person who grew up in, in Idaho become a teacher and a practitioner of these ancient you know Chinese uh, energetic arts and, um, and become a leader of men. so you briefly touched upon it but um you know everyone has their own pain to purpose story um, and and so uh t- just briefly talk a little bit about like actually how you you found out about some of these
1: practices yeah so yeah like you said i i grew up in a small town farm in Idaho. Um, huh. Lots of cowboys and you know, <laughs> hay bales and horses. And I'm not really sure how I, I mean, I was, I was always kind of the rebellious one. And my, uh, just, just in general, I felt like I was, I always had took the stance of like opposition to whatever the norm was. Like I was definitely the rebellious teenager getting in trouble all the time and things like that. Yeah. Um, but so, you know, I I think a dramatic kind of shifting point for me was when I was 19 years old, I took some psilocybin mushrooms and walked off into the mountains by myself and just had this profound like Kundalini awakening, just like, Hmm. just incredible transformation. And it definitely, it it was like years of accelerated growth in one night. And uh, I was a completely different person after this experience. So it opened me up this this whole different view of reality and, and possibility and like what am i doing with my life like who am i but that became extremely disorientating because then you know I, the drugs were off i come back down it's like well shit like what do i do now like how do i get back to that what was that like what is my life so it almost led to this like deep depression after that to be honest right. and i it led me down this journey of seeking like how do i get back to that state because it was just the most incredible bliss i'd ever felt and everything else you know working I was like mowing lawns at the time I was, I had, I had, I was playing in rock band. So I was doing a lot of partying and things like that. And I was just like, this just doesn't do it for me anymore. Like this, I just feel empty from these things. Like I've, I've been numbing myself and what it really did was bring me back into the space of the inner child, that like kind of abstract sense of like just pure moment being in the moment, pure presence, just pure like heart connection. And just remembering that was very powerful for me. So, so the question was, how do I get back to the space? How do I get out of this mundane kind of view of reality that we've gotten stuck in here. And at first I was like, well, just keep taking mushrooms, keep, you know, taking substances and didn't really work. Like if I, if I double the dose, it'll be twice as intense. Didn't work so well. Just led me to a lot of hellish trips. And that's what led me to eventually yoga and meditation, just like kind of intuitively felt like this is what they were trying to achieve. in a lot of these practices was a state of heightened consciousness. And that was a very life-changing journey for me getting into what, what and so, what well, really pushed me in that direction as well, because I'd kind of explored it a little bit. But then um, when I was, I think 22 years old, I went through a really, really painful breakup, very difficult, uh, just heartbreaking re- to a relationship with a woman I'd been with for, I think almost five years or something like that. Mm. And it literally manifested as physical pain. I was having shoulder pain. I was trying to play music full-time at that time. And I, I could I was having difficulty playing my guitar because I had the shoulder pain. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this yoga thing. And, uh, because I heard it can heal you, whatever. (laughs) And that, (laughs) and that began this whole really started this whole journey of just self-development growth, facing my inner shadows, you know, just the, the, the process of what a lot of people call spiritual awakening. And so it was a couple of years later, I was about 23 or 24 and I was, I was really interested in Tantra. I remember watching like a movie as a teenager, like it was like the American pie movies, you know, and the guy, uh, was it, I forget his name, but he was like practicing Tantra because he wanted to sleep with the guy's oh, mom. And right. He, yeah. Stifler's mom. Stifler's yeah. mom. Yeah. And yeah, there's yeah, a line yeah. in that movie. I think he says Tantra makes sex feel like one long orgasm. And that just, oh, that just uh, stuck with me from 13 <laughs> years old or whatever. I just always like, okay, there's something about tantra. It's this phenomenal Uh practice. So I was looking for that and I couldn't find a whole lot of information. And one day I discovered Montauk Chi's work. I read multi-orgasmic man Mm. and just, you know, kablooey, it blew my mind. (laughs) This, this concept of non ejaculatory orgasms, not feeling fatigued and like, you know, kind of depleted after an orgasm, because that's what I was realizing was I I was always obsessed with sex and I felt like orgasm Mm -hmm. was a sacred thing, but it always felt like this very fleeting experience where I felt drained afterwards. So discovered Montauk Chia's work, started doing Qigong. That's how I discovered Michael Wynn. So that's kind of, you know, more or less how, how I came into this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's great. You know, it's something I was thinking about recently. Like when I'm talking about Qigong to people, like, More people in the West seem to know about Tai Chi. Um, You know, there's a lot of Tai Chi classes that are in LA Fitness and stuff like that. Do you know why Tai Chi? Well, first of all, maybe explain the difference between Qigong and Tai Chi. And then like, I'm just curious, why has Tai Chi become more popular in the West than Qigong? Like, why haven't more people heard about Qigong?
1: That's a good question. So first of all, Tai Chi and Qigong, these are both things I practice. I've been practicing Tai Chi for many years now. I would consider personally, and you'll hear different views on this from different people, but my, because the term Qigong, Qi, the life force, prana, energy, Gong uh, is as in Gong Fu or Kung Fu. It's, it's that skill. It's it's a discipline, a, an achievement of something. So Qigong is basically the skill in working with Qi, working with life force. Whereas Tai Chi... I would, so that, so that Qigong term can apply to many different things. In some sense, Mm. we could say yoga is Qigong just as well as we could say some Qigong is yoga. So it's just kind of, it's kind of a very vague term. Actually, there's thousands of different Qigong systems, whereas Tai Chi is a very specific practice. And I would consider Tai Chi to be a form of Qigong, an advanced form of Qigong at that, because you're learning, basically you're learning how to work with the forces of the heaven and basically this polarity, like in electricity, there's a plus and the negative. There's the same thing within our human bodies, the bioenergy and, and earth and heaven, kind of this basically upward and downward force. Gra- what we experience as gravity is one of those forces. So part of Qigong and especially Tai Chi is learning how to, there's there's certain physical aspects you must do. And the, the classics talk about sinking the chi, which is basically releasing all excessive tension in your body, connecting your skeletal structure which turns your body into like a hydraulic pump to where the earth energy fills your body. You feel it quite tangibly. It's it's an amazing feeling. It takes a while to cultivate Mm. this. Um, so Tai Chi is like, how do you maintain that? And because we do that in Qigong with these standing postures, we learn, you know, just to stand and and create that, that polarity buildup in the body. Tai Chi is like, okay, how do you take that connection, which isn't easy to hold and move with it? How do you walk with it? How do you move your arms and legs with it? So a lot of people think, oh, it's it's this exact movement. This is Tai Chi. But my my take is no, Tai Chi is an internal thing. It's not the specific form. It's not what it looks like. It's how you're doing it. It's internally, right? Mm-hmm. And as far as why Tai Chi is more popular than Qigong. Um, so I believe it's because this, I guess the Chinese, the Taoist practices, they Arrived in the West here later than say yoga, and and uh, there was definitely more of like a language barrier and cultural barrier between the the Chinese kind of information that was coming in. So the first introduction of this work was through martial arts. Tai Chi is often known as being a martial art. It, it definitely has martial arts applications. So you know, in like the seventies, it was kung fu. It was yeah. Uh, a lot of like mantis Shaolin stuff, and so there's just it, so I think it's because it started as uh, basically martial arts. This is why most people are practicing Tai Chi because you know the, the, the martial art aspects of it, or like mm-hmm. the senior Tai Chi, doing it for health, doing it so I can uh-huh. stand up without falling down, things like that. <laughs> um, so whereas Qigong, I think, has been a lot slower because it's it's so mysterious to people. Because mm-hmm. Tai Chi, they say, okay. If I do this, it means I'm striking this. This person's punching me. I'm moving his arm out of the way. And then I'm going for the neck. It's like, okay, uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, or, but like qigong like, well, why how could this possibly be any sort of like exercise, whatever? Just slowly moving my arms around. So All personally, right. I think it's just because uh there was more of an emphasis on like the martial arts when this stuff first arrived here. And also I think um it's just a bit more strange and secretive. Not as many people were interested in it, whereas now it's mm-hmm. becoming Much more. And also the Chinese are very secretive. You know, they just culturally they've held this, it's kind of well known that they've held things in. You know, I think Montauk Chi was the first person to openly teach the microcosmic orbit here in the West, one of the first, at least like major people. So I think I think there's many possibilities. I can't say exactly for certain why, but that's my theory. Yeah.
0: That's fascinating. Well,
1: I'm glad you know, I feel like everything sort of starts
0: to arrive and culture and stuff at the time when it's most needed. So I think, to, you know, and, and clearly due to your work as well, like the um, the prevalence, the greater uh, knowing of, of Qigong now um, being talked about a lot more, especially with social media, which is relatively new. So, I mean, now we have as, as uh, detrimental as it can be to be on our phones all the time and have that digital experience, you know we can cultivate it in a way where anytime we do open our phone, we can curate our feeds. We can uh, make the algorithm work in our favor so that we are getting information that is really helpful to us, uh, knowledge that is really helpful to us. And we've never been at a time when we've had instant access to all of this ancient knowledge all at once from our phone. So, and that's how I found out about you was through, was through social media. So, um you know i'm glad qigong is becoming more of a people are starting to find out more about it and uh i love i love telling everyone about it myself just because no matter if you're a man or a woman you what age you are anything like anyone can start to do these practices and you know i'm the first person to say hey it looks like you're doing it trust me it looks like you're doing nothing a whole bunch of nothing but you will definitely feel different you know oh yeah um so like in in coming back to um self-mastery right in and in, in these practices and how they help um kind of anchor our self-mastery in our life like i'm i'm curious like how has your commitment to self-mastery each and every day of your life um helped in other areas Of your life obviously your physical life um has flourished um but in like i'm curious about like your sacred partnership with mariah who i got to know at the retreat and who i've done i've had a course with as well she's she's um i was part of her business mastery course um and so how has mariah as well helped inspire you um, to take your practices further and to eventually turn it into the business that you have today.
1: Yeah. So it, this is the interesting thing. I, I think it's I think it's kind of a Chinese saying where to 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 learn and master one thing is to learn and master all things because mm. you start to see these patterns. Like for example, you know, you're talking about how I used to play guitar, that was my first real discipline. I I remember being like, okay, if I actually want to. Because it feels overwhelming at first. Your fingers don't work well. Like it's just, it can be super, I see why a lot of people give up very quickly, right? Because it's it's difficult. (laughs) Like anything, when you first start, you're not going to be good at it, of course. So it's, so seeing the pattern of like, okay, I have to like do this really, really slowly. I have to like play with a metronome, just really get the most basic foundations of it down and just, it's, it's consistency really. It's just consistency. I have to do this regularly, frequently, get a little bit better at it every day and show up every day so that started to apply to my practice of of yoga like because i i was super unphysical in my late teenage years i was just you know i like i like to sit around and play guitar and play video games that's like what i did right so Mm -hmm. i was just a scrawny very uncoordinated person the kid who didn't play sports right and so yoga was a real challenge for me like as 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 challenging as for some people probably going to the gym and lifting weights just because i was so out of shape right and so every day was like a new challenge but you start to just that feeling of accomplishment when you do something hard and it's difficult. You don't really want to do it hundred percent, but you do it, you get through it and then you finish it. And that feeling, it's that natural dopamine release because you've actually done something. I started to get hooked on that feeling. And so um, basically I got really good at being like, okay, I'm going to do this every day for 30 days at least. And then beyond. And that started to, I guess, apply to other things as well. For example, Mariah, when I met her, I was very well established in my uh, practice and I was starting, you know, about to start, to, that was about when I started teaching this stuff as well. And she basically taught me s- skills in business and marketing, which you know, mm-hmm. basically like how to take the skill I have and trade it with people, trade it, you know, like here, let me teach you this and you pay me for it. And we take your business, right? It's an energy exchange. So I learned that I had this incredibly valuable skill And that I should be, that should be my exchange with the world. So I learned how to um, set that up, I guess, you know, it started, I didn't, I wasn't even on social, like I I didn't even have a smartphone at that period of time in my life. I had gotten rid of it. And so uh, the same thing, consistency, I started creating social media content, started making YouTube videos. That's where I began, started making, like, like I said, okay, I'm going to post two or three videos a week every day. So that consistency, that discipline, scheduling, whatever. Um, and because I was consistent with it, I started to grow, you know, it wasn't like I went viral right away. It was, it was a slow beginning, but like I was consistent with it and I set a strong foundation, set the habits in place and it started to grow and grow. Then I started, I created my first course in 2018. And so a year after basically I began my social media, I was doing this full time. Things started really taking off. And so just that, yeah, that consistency, that the discipline, setting structures in my life and not making excuses, just basically committing to things. Like I'm going to do this at this time every day or whatever. And that has become an incredibly valuable skill for me, I will say.
0: Hmm. Beautiful. Um, I have a question. Do you, do you practice? So like in, in, in talking about kind of the dopamine high, like we, we have this Obviously, throughout our days, our dopamine reserves will deplete, and um, you know, obviously, doing qigong helps helps replenish that as well. Um, I'm curious do, do you ever practice yoga nidra or this like NSDR? Have you ever uh, practiced those?
1: I've done uh, yoga, I'm not sure what NSDR is. Yoga nidra. I've done it, some of that, which which basically is it like isn't it kind of like a full body. Relaxation type thing,
0: yeah, yeah. It's basically like a uh, a power, it's like a, a conscious power nap, I guess, is kind of the okay best way yeah. I can put it. NSDR is kind of like the it's what uh, Dr. Andrew Huberman came up with. I don't know if you uh, I've heard of him, him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He came, he basically took yoga nidrants, Some people who may not may hear that term and be immediately turned off for whatever reason, so he called it non sleep deep rest mm. um but it's basically the same thing but um that's just another practice but i will say for me as well like midday a lot of people are crashing doing qigong not only in the morning but uh midday as well um has been very effective uh for me as well to
1: continue continue going yeah. on yeah i mean any any tool you have to kind of is step back even just like something i like to do is is just sit out and like in nature like i I have this hill behind me all these trees just sit out not think try to try to stop thinking just listen to the birds just kind of gazing at the scenery and just go into this like deep theta state and it's it's very rejuvenative yeah
0: absolutely and these all these things connect together with with the sexual kung fu with honing our sexual energy with um Performing, you know, in in the best way that we can, right? I mean, uh, sexual Kung Fu is something that requires discipline, requires focus, attention, listening, surrender, creating awareness in the body without being stuck in the mind, getting out of our heads, uh, mitigating and eliminating stress. I think for me, and when I've talked to other men too, That's probably one of the greatest like contributors to erectile dysfunction, especially is like an overstress. If you're, we're always stressed. We're always in a stressful state. We're always in that sympathetic state. Well, when we, when we have a little bit of that uh, sexual energy built up within us, you know, that, that's a stressful state and we immediately want to just get it out. So, you know, practicing how to mitigate stress just in our daily lives, you know, through these practices, through Qigong, when you're, you know, uh, making love and in that environment, that carries over to that, to that as well. So eliminating stress, clearing distractions, um, seeking greater fulfillment, right, instead of instant gratification like most of us especially as men do as soon as you know we're ready it you know it just goes out but when we practice these sexual kung fu and we practice having these full body orgasms you know that's that's a delayed gratification but it's much higher on the 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 scale of uh fulfillment i guess um and you know you're you're point too about connecting our sexual center and connecting our sexual energy with the heart center you know and um kind of transmuting or kind of combining the more lustful side which is completely natural and part of being human with the heart opening loving side
1: and that's where really the magic happens there's a big split there for most, I mean, uh, most humans maybe, but especially men, you know, men get often hooked on this, just chasing after impulse, this animalistic impulse. And this is why a lot of men never actually really feel sexually satisfied is because they're only acting from their base sexual center. And this outward flow of energy, when they learn to reconnect with the heart energy, reconnect this loving energy, it raises the quality of that sexual energy makes it light. And that's how it becomes much easier to get these full body orgasm experience and really get to like profound states of, of orgasm and pleasure
0: fulfillment. And that's truly what enlightenment is, right? Embodying more light within us, you know, Um, it's great stuff. You know, like I, again, I actually, the other day, um, so I'm part of Jonathan's uh, multi-orgasmic man. Uh, his his flagship course, I guess you could say, right? Your flagship course. Um, and in that course that you, you teach us how to, and you guide us through transformational breath work. Um, and just the other day, like I wasn't able to attend a, a live session that you had uh, with some fellow brothers uh, doing transformational breath work, but I was able to go into that course and have you, uh, your recording guide me through that process. And man, I'm just so thankful that you created this course and that I have this resource at my disposal because I mean, just the breathwork itself, like getting those stagnant emotions out of our bodies um, is so profoundly healing and helpful. And like you mentioned before earlier, a lot of the emotional baggage uh, comes into the physical in some ways. And I know for a lot of men, we have, you know, we have a lot of stagnant emotions that are centered around the sexual center, around, you know, the lower Dantian area, around our, our hips. Right. And that's, you'll see a lot of us men, typically, if we're doing something like dancing, You know, we're very kind of, a lot of us tend to be kind of robotic in our dancing, as opposed to the women who are just much more in tune with their bodies and are able to flow and access more of their bodies with dancing. I kind of see how it all kind of correlates together, right? The more that we can um, do, do this work, it helps us release emotions. It helps us get into our body so that we can flow. We can be more flexible not only physically, but uh, in our daily lives when challenges inevitably come up because they will always
1: come up. Absolutely. And it's, it's like our bodies are like rivers of information. You know, the, the energy channels, we look at it like this and we're swimming in a, a sea of information, of, of subtle energy. And so the problem is that a lot of us get, we get stuck with information from the past. We're holding on to all these past things. And we don't really have a way to let it go. You know, like we're not really taught how do we how do we clear our energy channels, you know? So so when you have a daily practice that allows you to keep this river flowing, to clear the excess, to kind of drain the the dirty waters and bring in the fresh waters, so to speak, it's it's profound how much better you feel. I mean, this is this is why people go to healers, they go to therapists, whatever. And that's great. It's great to have external support. But why I love these practices so much is that you become your own healer you don't need anyone else you don't need anything outside of yourself you just have to you know you you have to have the discipline to do the practice i suppose but like once you know once you've got it it's there and you can use that every single day beautiful brother
0: um and at the end of the day like i know for me i think honing in on discipline um and really making self-mastery a priority comes with um self-love self-acceptance, honoring myself, being integrity with myself to do these practices no matter what so that I can be the best man I can be to show up in the best way I can be in my relationship, uh, in my business,
1: in my community, in my family. Absolutely, and I, this this was I think one of the most supportive things for me when I was getting into business because uh, a lot of people kind of crash and burn. They overwork themselves, or they they give up. They feel overwhelmed. But I had this very strong daily practice as a foundation for my everything I was doing. So it en- enhances your creativity, enhances your clarity of mind. You know, when you're able to meditate and just shut your mind down on a daily basis, it you have more focus power it's like your cpu is it running a million programs all the time when you're able to kind of you know restart the system systematically through the day it really frees up your your mental capacity and your your willpower your clarity of mind and so instead of needing to take stimulants and drink a pot of coffee every day like you you don't need that
0: right right i remember actually having coffee um well, it was like a couple of weeks after uh our men's retreat And I had quit coffee, like, I think a week before, just to kind of have a a pre-diet leading up to uh, the retreat. And I had a cup of coffee just to see what would happen. (laughs) But I didn't need it. I just wanted to see what would happen because I was so energized. I'm like, this is crazy. I need, like, I just need to test something out because I like treating myself kind of as a science project. But it was, it whacked me out. I mean, I was bouncing off the walls like or things like kratom too or you know i'm not really into energy drinks but you know a lot of us are um this really replaces all of that and it's cheaper because we don't have to buy these things you know i just have some of the the um amazing dragon tea that you introduced me to and uh that's the best stuff that's the yeah. best stuff so you know, um, it was
1: similar. It was, it was similar for me when I started doing Qigong all of a sudden, um, it, cause it said it re, it really sensitizes you to everything. You know, you're, you're filling up, I mean, the, the kidney energy, which is your base vitality. And yeah, I started to notice even just like, you know, I used to drink a lot of yerba mate. All of a sudden I just felt like that was just like jacking me up. Yeah. And so I had to cut out caffeine, alcohol. It was like all these things, all of a sudden I'm just like, Nope, my system, I don't need this anymore. It's, I I feel good without it. So just like all these kind of um, unnecessary things just start to drop off. You know, that's when you really get into alignment, you're building your energy. It's just like, it's just like all the, the shadows clear. It feels like. Right. Right.
0: That's the enlightenment process, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you have this men's retreat coming up. So as it is your second one, after the first one, um, after your inaugural one, what, what are some things that you're looking forward to, or maybe, um, you know, trying something a little
1: different this time, or what's your, what's your vision for this retreat? Well, this one I'm calling the masculine awakening retreat. And for this one, I really want to focus on this concept of, because it's, it's a men's retreat. So just men really stepping into their masculine power. This has been a huge part of my work recently. Just seeing how, um, I haven't throughout my life been really ha- had a, haven't had a strong connection to my masculinity partially because I didn't have a really strong relationship with my father. I had a lot of strong negative or, or sorry. I had a lot of feminine, uh, influence on my life, which is a, it's a great thing. It's wonderful. But without the, the masculine kind of compliment to that it's easy to kind of become a people pleaser and to become the, you know, the nice guy. If you're familiar with Robert Glover's work. Mm -hmm. And I think I've seen how this has been the most helpful thing in, in bringing more passion into my relationship, more uh, confidence in my daily life, like being able to just deal with people, being able to deal with confrontational situations. So basically integrating a lot of these tools such as the the body awareness of qigong um like we, like in the last retreat we were working with you know the posture and like learning how to keep our energy connected to the earth and something i want to play with is like can you stay grounded and connected when there's external stressors like emotional triggers things like that so because one of the greatest values of these work is being able to hold your center and to keep your nervous system calm to keep a clarity of mind and not be reactive when you're in stressful situations, which which I think is one of the true tests of maybe we could say a leader type role or just, just, you know, anyone really. So yeah, just really focusing on that aspect of masculine embodiment and just the brotherhood aspect. Uh, there's a lot of new practices. I'm going to be introducing some really powerful Chi cultivation practices. So I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Well, um, I can attest that, uh, you know, this retreat, it's a life-changing experience. It came to me at the perfect time in my life as I was just starting, um, to create more discipline in my life and to, to take more risks towards becoming my best self, um, and starting my business. Um, so I can't recommend, uh, this men's retreat enough and I'll link to that in the show notes. Um, you also have another round of, uh, your multi-orgasmic man, uh, course as well coming up. Uh, w- when will that be open for,
1: for signups? That will be open. I, uh, the, the last weekend of April, I want to say the 27th, 28th, I don't have my calendar in front of me, but yeah, yeah. first week of May, last week of April. Perfect. That will be open Perfect. for so- registration.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So we'll link to that um, in the show notes as well. So like I said, like whether um, your sexual life is something that you want to improve specifically or whether you just simply want to become your most embodied, your best self um, in your business, in your relationships, in your community, um, learning these practices will help with all of that. Um, it's really a holistic approach to, um, yeah, becoming your best, most embodied self. And I can attest, and I can attest for, uh, Jonathan as well, that you become a magnet for people. And, um, it's very attractive to both men and women when you, when you do these practices more and more, you your energy will change and people will notice you on an energetic level. When you walk into a room, uh, people just kind of want to be around you and be are interested in, in you and like what you're doing stuff, because it is such a, it's a profoundly different than most people, uh, and their, their energy levels and and what they're carrying with them. So, um, yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough. And, um, and uh, thank you, Jonathan, again for uh, the work you're doing. Um, you're inspiring me in so many ways in my business as I as I seek to help men as well and help men and women, but especially men, um, create more clarity in their life and, and vision every area of their life, um, and and create systems so that they're in alignment with the person that they seek to become down to their daily tasks and habits. And um, so anyone that comes my way, I always talk about you and your work and um, how you've helped me. So I appreciate you, brother.
1: Thanks, Joshua. I appreciate you. Really glad you came to the retreat last year. It was great to connect. And I'm looking forward to connecting into the future in the future as well. Doing great work.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to, um, taking my, um, becoming a sexual Kung Fu, um, teacher and practitioner and, and, uh, adding that to my repertoire. So I'm looking forward to the the next time we'll, we'll see each other in person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Likewise. The world needs more people sharing this work. So it's awesome. Right.
0: Exactly. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, Thanks for tuning in. And uh, you can, of course, follow Jonathan. I'll link to all of his socials and his website in the show notes. But um, he's also super entertaining. This isn't all just like, you know, uh, discipline, uh, you know, work, no fun or something. Um, The discipline is what, in my mind, creates the opportunity for play um, Mm -hmm. and for flow. So we need both. Uh, the structure and the flow, um, and that happens to be the name of your of your wife's course as well that she offers. So, um yes, recommend yes. that as well.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's it's not all it's not all serious. The retreat, you know, uh, we we go in deep to the work, but there's a lot of laughing. There's a there's a lot of sexual innuendos and jokes, and it's a it's a great time. It's it's lots of fun. <laughs> I can attest. I can attest. There are many innuendos. <laughs>
0: all right brother well thank you again and um we'll chat again soon all right thanks for having me joshua appreciate you